Hi everyone, welcome back to Morning with Zayed Chantari. Today we have Tressa with us. Tressa is a certified hypnotherapist and past life regressionist, and she uses various hypnosis techniques along with NLP to reprogram and remove limiting beliefs and suppress negative emotions in the subconscious mind of a person. She helps people with anxiety, depression, trauma, addiction, weight loss, relationship issues, insomnia, negative emotions, patterns, cycles, and so much more. There's so much which you do, Tressa. Welcome to our show. How are you? Hi, I am great. Thank you so much for having me on. No worries. Thank you for giving us your time. So tell, tell our listeners something about you, what you do, who you are, and just uh, what your life is. Yeah, um, my life is very unique. Um, so I have three kids. I'm a mom and I'm a hypnotherapist. So I do hypnosis. I put people in a trance state, uh, which is basically pushing aside their conscious awareness to access the subconscious mind, which is where all emotions, all beliefs, all habits exist. So it's a really uh, unique job. It's, it's, um, it can be very, I guess, weird from the normal standard but I really enjoy it. I really like helping people. Um, so how much time does it take um, in doing all this? Yeah, so um, depending on what my client is working on, a normal session lasts between an hour and a half and two hours. Um, but when you are in trance, your brain waves slow down, so your perception of time slows down. So a two-hour se- uh, two session from my perception seems like 20 minutes to my client hmm. and um what propelled you to be this like did you want to be a pilot or something when, when you were a child or <laughs> like uh, how did you become who you are yeah that's a, such a good question um so i started doing hypnosis for myself i I always had this very deep-seated fear of heights, um, like an inappropriate, I would get panic attacks and throw up if I was driving off the hill or something. And so I found hypnosis initially to help me with that fear of heights. I had tried everything. And I did uh, a few hypnosis sessions, and not only was my fear of heights gone, but I had just had my third baby and I started losing my postpartum baby weight. I saw all of mm. these things in my life shifting, this, this self-love that I always wanted, that I tried so hard to have, it just started coming naturally and, and easily. And, and then I was thinking, there's really something to all of this hypnosis stuff. You know, I had tried my whole life to get rid of my fear of heights, and I had been on this path of empowerment and self-development, I was learning all of these concepts uh, that had to do with self-love, but I couldn't implement any of them. So when I started doing hypnosis for my fear of heights, not only did it cure my fear of heights, it helped me lose weight, but it helped in all of the areas around um, empowerment, um, my confidence, my anxiety, my depression. And that's when I knew this is what I want to do for other people. And so I started studying in it and I got various certifications in it. And it brings me so much joy to see 
the work that I do help other people in the way that it had helped me. So the people who come to you to get this, um, are most of them women? Uh, no, <laughs> a lot of them are women. I'd like to say maybe 70%, 75% are women. Um, but I definitely mm -hmm. help men as well. Um, a lot of times I will have a woman come to me and then she'll go to her husband and say, this changed so much for me. And then she'll send their husband, their husbands over to me. And a lot of times I will do stuff individually that helps with their marriage their family. And then sometimes I'll have a man, you know, just contact me for whatever reason. But yeah, a large, a large percentage mm. of them are women, but I help both. So what are some of the common issues which you are seeing uh, amongst women who come to you for hypnosis? Like, is it called hypnosis therapy? Or is it just called hypnosis? Um, hypnosis and hypnotherapy, they're kind of interchangeable. A lot of times when people think hmm. about hypnosis, they think stage hypnosis. So I'm going to make you buck like a chicken or I'm going to hold a clock over yeah, your yeah. eyes, right? So I use the word hypnotherapy because there's an implication that there are therapeutic benefits, um, even though hypnosis is the term for the different techniques that I'm doing. So I kind of use them inter interchangeably. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of these women who come to see me, first of all, most people don't really know what their problem is. They'll come to me and say, I feel stuck. I feel blocked or I'm dealing with a lot of stress. That's a big one for women. Stress, anxiety. I can't sleep. I can't lose weight. And they're telling me this with their conscious awareness. Now the conscious mind doesn't have access to what's in the subconscious mind. It only knows what it's experiencing in the now. It's the critical thinker. So the conscious mind tries to take those issues that women are suffering with it, and it tries to, to mull it over, use logic, critically, critically think itself out of that depression or stress or anxiety, and it doesn't work. So a woman will come to me and say, this is what I think the problem is. And when I put her into trance, I ask her unconscious mind, what's the actual problem? So I'm, I'm mine around for it until I find the hmm. big underlying emotion, the root cause of the stress, the root cause of the anxiety. And a lot of times from my experience for women, it comes down to a couple of big emotions, fear, guilt, um, sadness, like a deep sense of sadness and shame. So these are some big women or big negative emotions for women. And once we work with those big emotions and we neutralize them, um, and a lot of this is going back into childhood. It's going back into their programming, their conditioning. That's where they pick it up. A, a child is pure subconscious mind until the age of six. So everything that child picks in, everything that little girl takes in until the age of six goes in the subconscious mind as a belief and is then as an adult, as a woman, projected out into her life. So we go back and we clean up some of these limiting belief so that they're able to experience life without the stress, the anxiety, the guilt, the shame, and everything shifts from there. Hmm. Um, so in building all of your practice, 
Um, okay, so I guess there are two questions over here. First is, did you always used to do this or did you used to do anything else before this? Hypnosis. Oh, that's a great question. So <laughs> I didn't always do hypnosis. I actually, um, so I, I myself came from a, a place of conditioning as a woman. I never felt good enough. I never felt pretty enough. You know, I, I never felt worthy. I didn't have that self-love and I would see it in other people. And I would look at people and think, how are they so happy? I want to be happy. But then I'd look at myself in the mirror and I would hate myself, right? And mm. I would just think those horrible things in my mind. My self-esteem was awful. And so in my 20s, I really decided, no, I'm going to learn how to love myself, right? So I started to go down the path of like self-development and I started listening to different positive gurus, you know, Abraham Hicks and Louise Hay and Dr. Wayne Dyer and some of these, um, you know, amazing gurus. And the information I was learning was amazing, but it didn't sink into me. Hmm. I, I, I was I didn't feel it from the outside. It was almost like I was just regurgitating the words that I heard from them. And then I decided, well, I'm I love being uplifting. I love uplifting others. I'm going to become a coach. So it started with me deciding I wanted to be a life coach. It never really, it never really took off for me. And then I decided oh, I'm going to be a health coach because I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm going to be mm. a health coach. And it never really took off for me. And then I found hypnosis and I realized the reason coaching never took off for me, two, two things. First of all, I had so many unresolved negative emotions inside of me. How could I possibly help other people with negative emotions if mine were unresolved? Hmm. Second of all, coaching speaks to a person's conscious awareness. Now, all of their habits, all of their um, beliefs and emotions live in the subconscious mind. So I'd have an amazing coaching session with somebody and I'd give them their goals and they'd come back a week later and I'd say, how'd you do? And they'd say, I didn't do anything you told me to do. Oh, <laughs> because the conscious mind isn't responsible for the habits or the beliefs behind the habits. So when I started using hypnosis, I realized I could, in a very short time, access, change those beliefs and those habits and remove the ones that were limiting, that were preventing them from making healthy lifestyle habit changes and behavioral changes. And so I kind of see hypnosis as the next step to coaching. It's underneath coaching. It goes even deeper. It's more sustainable and it's quicker. So now that you have gotten the negative thoughts out of your mindset, um, are you going back towards the life coaching as well, as well as hypnosis? Um, no, <laughs> I, I, love, I love hypnosis so much. I actually work with a lot of different uh, coaches, life coaches and health coaches to help them understand um, what's going on in their client's mind, mm. how they can use different NLP techniques with their clients. And I'm still doing the work, right? Like we're such complex beings. I've cleaned so many negative emotions out of myself, but I'm still living life. And so every single day, I still have to maintain and keep my emotions cleaned out in check so that I don't suppress them. I, um, I'm big on daily meditation. So meditation is my way of keeping my subconscious mind 
uh, very clean so that I can be the vessel I need to be to help other people. Um, so Tressa, um, you, when you do hypnosis and you dive deep into the subconscious mind of women and you see that there are most, most among other, other causes, most of them are, majority of them are f- fear or anxiety or depression or shame, uh, as you said. And how, how do you protect yourself from those emotions or how do you, how, how do you protect yourself from the stories or, or the negative or negative life experiences which your um, customers or patients have gone through that how, how do you protect yourself so that they don't affect you and your life and the people around you? Yeah. Yeah. So the only reason why you would be affected by somebody else's experience is because it triggers something inside of you. Now, what a trigger is, is unresolved negative emotions in your subconscious mind. See, you're just a compilation of your memories. The reason why you knew who you were when you woke up today is because you remembered your past, which led you to who you are now. Now, if you have unresolved negative emotions in your past, the subconscious will hold on to it for you. That's what a suppressed negative emotion is. And in your moment, your now moment, when you get triggered to somebody else's negative emotions, your subconscious is saying, hey, you've got some unresolved stuff in your own subconscious. Do you want to resolve it now? And you say, no, I can't resolve it. This is too much in the moment. So you shove it back down. So what, what the work that I've done for myself through hypnotherapy, I've resolved all of my past guilt, my past shame, my past traumas. I've resolved my depression and anxiety. So when I come across somebody else who is dealing with that, I'm not triggered by it. There's no trigger because there's no unresolved past emotion. And if I come up with something really big and I start to feel a big emotion in the moment, I work through the emotion and reconcile it and process it so that I don't suppress it. So a lot of people ask me that, like, how do you not get pulled down by people? It brings me so much joy to neutralize these emotions in women, in people. I have worked with women who have had severe childhood sexual trauma that it affected them their whole lives. And when, when we're done with our sessions, they cannot feel the emotions around their trauma. It's freed them. They are free from this imprisonment of the trauma that happened to them as a child. And that to me, there is no better feeling in the world than helping somebody become free of the, the cage of those negative emotions. Hmm. And I believe because you have been doing this this for a while now, so now maybe you are trained in a way that you keep uh, emotions in boxes and not let one emotion affect the other one. Um, so how, how can um, the, the women who are listening to you and who are facing some of the issues which you encounter every day with, with your patients, how, how can they at least start working towards them? before going towards hypnosis or, or like hypnosis is the only way when which, which they can improve themselves. Yeah. Well, the word hypnosis simply means altered state of consciousness. And that's something we do all day, every day. 
we, you know, we mm. sleep in Delta. We are awake in uh, Beta, our, our conscious awareness, right? Our first altered state of consciousness, we sit down to relax, watch the TV, scroll on our phones, we go into Alpha. And right before sleep, we go into theta. So all day, our brain is going through altered states of consciousness. So the first thing for women to understand, this is the most natural thing for you. You can alter your state of consciousness. Now, the easiest way I do it is through meditation. Now, let's talk about meditation for a second. Meditation simply means quiet your thoughts. So when I teach meditation to people, I tell them to sit, lay down, get very comfortable in a room, put on a sound. Maybe it's water. Maybe it's a noise machine. Maybe it's an air conditioner. Give yourself a sound to listen to. Close your eyes and spend 15 seconds just listening to that sound. Just quiet your thoughts. No thoughts at all. Not thinking about that sound. I'm just listening to it. And then your mind will want to pull a bunch of the thoughts in and you don't even realize it. And then you recognize your thinking, snap yourself out of it and listen to that sound again. When you train yourself in very small increments, the next time you go to meditate, it'll get easier and longer. And, and one thing I tell my women that's really important, when you first learn how to meditate, tell yourself you did a good job. And when you come out of that meditation, say, I quieted my mind for 15 seconds, I meditated, I did a great job. Now, this is altering your, your state of consciousness, and it's also uniting the conscious mind with the unconscious mind. And it in itself brings not just resolution to emotions, but it also brings all sorts of positive and beneficial chemicals into your body, which helps you be an overall happy and healthier person. Um, so when you talk about subconscious mind while we are sleeping, do you also recommend that people, let's say introvert people or people um, who lack confidence, uh, should they give themselves commands before sleeping that um, I'm not, uh, I'm like, I, I, I am confident and I am confident and then sleep and maybe that will affect their subconscious mind and gradually they will become more confident. And it is just one of the examples, of course, it can be used in many other ways. But just, just wanted to know, is uh, this something which people can try? You can try it. From my experience, it isn't. It, unless you resolve the negative event in which caused you to be unconfident, you can say that to yourself all day and it's not really going to do very much. But what you can do is close your eyes, quiet your mind, and go within and ask your unconscious mind, what is the reason for my lack of confidence? And now your unconscious mind speaks to you through your imagination, through images and metaphors. It may or may not bring up a memory. It may bring up uh, an image or an emotion or something like that. Now, here's the most important thing to ask. What do I need to learn from this event? Everything is about learning. The subconscious mind only holds on to negative emotions because you haven't processed them, you haven't learned from them. So when you go within and you ask your unconscious mind, what do I need to learn about the events that took my confidence away? What do I need to learn in order 
to regain my confidence. I think a lot of people would be really surprised at the things that pop into their head. Oh, I need to learn that, you know, it really wasn't a big deal. And I need to learn that it's okay for me to be this way. Or that person said that to me because they didn't know any better. All sorts of beautiful things. And those learnings bring resolution and reconciliation. So in, in your career, in your hypnosis career, have you ever encountered a woman who came to you after suffering abuse or um, biasness or exploitation? And if yes, how, how, how did you overcome, over, overturn their life? How did you help them? And how much time does the hypnosis take for, for these kind of women? Yeah. So... It depends on how severe the abuse or the trauma was. Uh, some women need two or three sessions. Some women need eight. <laughs> it just really depends on how, how many layers are on top of it. Um, and now, and can, they, can they provide it online? Can they provide it online as well? Or yes, they have to come yes. to the place? No, I do Zoom sessions. And it, it seems to work out actually better sometimes than in person because my clients can lay in the comfort of their own bed. I look at their face, I see their chest, I see the way that they're breathing so that I know which type of trance they're in. They have headphones in and I walk them through the entire uh, trance and they're speaking back to me. I practice conversational hypnosis. So they're in a deep trance state. I'm navigating, uh, they're doing the interchange work and I'm just translating what their subconscious is saying to them. Okay, yeah, oh, and so, you asked me a question um, yeah. before that. So with the abuse and the trauma and all of those things that these women go through, traditional therapy wants to talk about it. Talk therapy wants these, wants these women to bring up the details. And you know, for a lot of these women, it's just too painful. They don't want to talk about the details with their conscious mind. I am not a therapist. I'm not a traditional um, psychotherapist. I am a hypnotherapist. I care about the emotions around these events. So I don't deal with the little tiny details. I don't make my women tell me any more information than they're comfortable telling me. I don't even ask them details. I ask them, how did that make you feel? What's the emotion behind it? Because, you know, the only reason you want anything is because you think you'll feel better once you get it. Everything in life is about feeling. So when we resolve the feelings around the trauma, the trauma doesn't matter to them anymore. They come out of it and they say, wow, it feels like it happened to somebody else. It doesn't feel like it happened to me. Mm, no, I totally agree with that. Um, so apart from that... Um, do you do you feel if if a woman reaches out to you who are suffering the same problem, um, but maybe if they're in an underdeveloped country or, or a rural area, and I'm saying this because uh, uh, not every person has the same resources as us, can they still benefit from this? Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few different self hypnosis techniques. And like I said, um, the process of meditation, which is kind of like in itself a type of self-hypnosis. Um, I think for women all around the world, the, the most important thing to understand about the work that I do 
is that you are connected to something bigger than your conscious mind. You are connected to this subconscious power. It is so, that is where all of their power lies. It's where all of their love, their peace, their freedom, their joy exists. And the subconscious mind is directly communicating to their higher self, whatever they want to call it, spirit, source, God. So when you connect the conscious mind to the unconscious mind, you connect with that non-physical part of you. And you don't need any resources. You don't need to spend money to find that connection. You just need to go within, quiet your mind, speak to your unconscious mind, and go within. Yeah, that's a wonderful advice. Um, thank you, Teresa, for that. Uh, are there any last thoughts or advices you would like to share with the women who are listening to you? And if uh, um, they would like to reach out to you, how can they reach out to you and where can they do it? Yeah. So I think that my my only words to women out there is it's not hopeless. You can be happy. You can have peace inside of your soul and it can be easier than you think you just need the right tools to do it and i also just want to tell those women whether they feel it or not they are loved there is always love being offered to them and when they quiet their minds and they go within they'll be able to experience that love um and you can find me on facebook um, my name, Tressa Bell Rivera, just look up my Facebook page. And then I'm also on Instagram at happy underscore hypnosis. And um, feel free to send me a message. I love to talk to people. I'll do free consultations, answer anybody's questions. And um, I just really love helping people. That's so sweet of you, Tressa. The world definitely needs more people like you. And once again, thank you so much for giving us your time. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Take care and have a great, great rest of your weekend. You too. Bye-bye.